This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You've got Mike Pete across the way, Bogish, with your updates as we take you right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. A couple hours uh, left to play with. And if you follow us on Taz and the Moose or an official Taz at Mark Malusis, three ways you can do about it. Uh, Basegula is going to tweet out a photo, uh, him and the social media team, <laughs> about him and our boss, Mark Chernoff. Um, that they are basically dressed very, very similar, so, alike uh, on this Friday morning. Very close, close, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's close enough to where you have to tweet a picture of it. Yeah, it's it, it's funny. Yes. Um, and it's um, it's very funny. And the thing is, I mean, who, who do you think is physically bigger, a bigger person in uh, your Mike. opinion? You think Mike's physically bigger than yes. Mark Chernoff? Okay. Yeah. Mike, you're big. You just you dwarf him like that, like a lot bigger than him. Yes, physically bigger, uh, mentally weaker, but yes. All right, easy, dude. It's not like you're Ed Two Tall Jones over here. Relax. He's like, I'm physically bigger. <laughs> Anyways, I know. It's like I feel like I'm having a conversation yesterday when uh, when uh, Boomer compared you to the bagel guy. Well, yeah, that was. I'm still outraged by that. Right. So we got we had an update on the bagel guy later on. We'll get into that. Which, you know. Yes, that. we do. It's right. Part of our show yes, today. No doubt. No doubt. It's Friday. Absolutely. Talk yes, a little we, football too here, right? Uh, we yes, we we are. You know. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I just, I'm just, you know, yes, just, you're, just trying to keep you on point, Moose. I, I mean. thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Sometimes you know you go off the tracks a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. No, I of course I do all the time. Uh, anyway, so uh, I mentioned going to break. If you're a uh, Charger fan on this Friday morning, you didn't really get great news on Thursday afternoon, and that is that uh, Adam Schefter, ESPN, reported. Uh, that Melvin Gordon, the talented tailback for the Los Angeles Chargers, um, either wants a new contract or demands a trade, will not show up um, unless he gets that new deal. If he doesn't get that new deal, he wants out of Los Angeles. So not exactly the warm and fuzzy feeling if you're the Chargers in terms of uh, looking at their star running back. And, you know, you can you can understand it, you, you get it, especially with the running back, especially with the amount of hits that they take. And, 
you know, he doesn't have to look all that far. He can, you know, look in the same general vicinity. Sure. I mean, they'll be playing in the same stadium. And look at uh, Todd Gurley, who's yeah. now dealing with that arthritic condition in his right knee. Um, you know, think about Todd Gurley's value 18 months ago as compared to his value now, um, where the reports are is that it's going to be something he's got to deal with for the majority of the rest of his playing career. We know how he was not used by the Los Angeles Rams in the postseason, especially in the Super Bowl, and everybody said, what's wrong, what's wrong? The Rams kept on telling you, he's 100%, he's 100%, he's 100%. We know that was complete and utter nonsense and BS, and he wasn't 100%, and he's dealing with this condition, and that condition's not going to go away. So there are numerous examples, not just in present-day NFL, but over the course of time here, Taz, where guys aren't able to get that payday. Look at Isaiah Thomas in the NBA, right? right? Isaiah right. Thomas in the NBA was a star with the Boston Celtics. Suffers that hip injury, right? He never got the big contract that he thought was going to come his way. Um, never able to get back to the player that he was with the Boston Celtics. And now is what? signing? He just signed for the veterans minimum uh, with the Washington Wizards, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, if you're Melvin Gordon, yeah, you're going to play hardball because you want to make sure you get that money because you never know when that serious career-altering injury is around the corner. I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, but the possibility is is it that it does. Absolutely, especially that position, as we know, the running back position, your body is beaten, battered, and battle-tested, and it's just you go through hell. I mean, that position is, is arguably one of the tougher positions, uh, I would say, next to interior linemen, so... You know, it's you know these guys are getting drilled and lit up on a regular basis. And Gordon, you know, Melvin Gordon, he's he's entering his fifth year and his final year of his rookie deal. So uh, and he's set to earn a, a, about five and a half million dollars, five point six million to be exact. So you know, you can't blame him for wanting a long term deal with no. big big coin. I don't blame him at all. I mean, he's twenty six years old. That's that's young in life. Yep. But in football, as we know, Moose, that's not and. You know, Gordon, especially at that position. Well, that, especially at that position, right? To the points we're making, both of us, and that's the thing. And he's he, and, and you make a great point about Todd Gurley right there in Southern California playing for the Rams, as as we got Gordon here playing for the Chargers. So, you know, and the Gurley thing with the knee. I mean, that that you know, we saw his play decline during the year, and because you know, it's usually lower leg injuries, usually for running backs, because they. Guys are, you know, you can't really aim for the head anymore. So you're, you're going, you're taking guys out at the knees all the time. For the most part, you got linebackers coming on an angle pursuit, full speed, that are 245 pounds, drilling you in your knee, you know, a, a, a plethora of times throughout a game. That's going to add up. I don't blame any of these running backs, especially a guy as good as uh, Melvin Gordon, to try and get paid. He should. He, she's doing the right thing. Well, he's right. Now the question is, are the Chargers going to pay him? Right, right. Well, I mean, that that now comes down to it, Taz, is if you're the Los Angeles Chargers where, you know, if you had this window open, you know, Rivers is not getting younger. He's getting older. Um, you know, they, they've they had great regular seasons where they – and then they've disappointed in the postseason. I mean, they they were brutal against the New England Patriots this past, you know, winter. Um, you know, after, you know, they dispatched of what the Baltimore Ravens on the road – uh, then they went up to Foxborough and they got their doors lit up. Right, right, um, bad. You yeah. know, and, and got beat up bad. Remember that defensive back uh, look that, uh, would they have six defensive backs on the field? Oh, and yes, remember yes. Remember Gus yeah, Bradley put it? it. Yeah, they yeah, never yeah, got yeah, out yeah, of yeah. it, and yep, they yep. just picked them apart. Ran, picked I mean, Sony Michelle just ran the ball right down. He ran, yeah. 
I think he ran for a couple touchdowns over 100 yards on the ground. So, I mean, that, that, that would be the question I would have, Taz, is if you're the Chargers, do you look at it and say, well, we've got to pay him and we've got to make him happy? I'll tell you, I mean, it would be a loss for them. Yeah, oh, big time. Um, hey. you, you can't tell Gordon <clears throat> off that team and think the Chargers are going to be A-OK offensively. No, 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 no doubt about it. And they made an offer, okay, uh, to Gordon, but apparently it wasn't a fair offer. Him and his people didn't feel it was fair. And so now the talks have been dead. That's that's the scuttlebutt uh, out in San Diego. The talks have been dead. So, you know, he's now Gordon, he's going to be, you know, he'll be subject to fines. I think it's like $40,000, $45,000 for each day he misses or something like that. So if he doesn't report uh, per, per the uh, collective bargaining agreement. So we'll see how it plays out. But, look, if you're a Charger fan, you want this guy locked down and, and paid. You know, he's a huge part of that offense, Melvin Gordon. So... You know, if the talks are dead right now and they're fixing to go into camp and, you know, now you don't have Gordon there. We've seen this before in the NFL, but there's a good chance this guy, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, might not be a charge. Well, he averaged over nearly 115 yards per game on the, uh, on the, the, on, uh, from scrimmage last year in total. 5.1 yards per carry, 14 touchdowns, a 50-year option was picked up, $5.6 million he is going to make. And I know that's nothing to scoff at, but we're also talking about a different level uh, of potential here of, of great, you know, of great wealth. So, um, you know, I think, I think they've got a big old problem. Yeah, um, big time. And I'm su- here's the one thing I am surprised about, Taz, is the timing of it. Mm. Um, mm, yeah. aren't, aren't you a little it, – it's it's not like it all of a sudden just hit Melvin Gordon mm. and his agent that we're at $5.6 million, our contract, you know, we're playing out the 50-year option. Right, right. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, I, we're, you make a great point. I and, mean, the yeah, training camps yeah. now – to me, and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. To sure. me, it's about leverage, right? That's it, man. I mean, that, <laughs> you nailed it. To, to yes. put it, That's you know, it. at at the worst possible time for the Chargers, where right. they think they're all their ducks in a row. Well, let me throw this pipe bomb into the middle of it. That's it, man. And and here we go. I'm not coming to camp unless I have a new deal. You nailed it. That's exactly. I agree with you one zillion percent. And that's it. I, I, I agree. I mean, Melvin Gordon and his people, I'm sure his agents suggested, or maybe he just thought of himself, I'm going to wait right now, right before we're getting ready to go into camp, and boom, like you said, pipe bombs, a great analogy. Just drop that down there and just say, okay, now you deal with it, San Diego Chargers, and let's see. Otherwise, And, you know, there's a bunch of teams licking their chops right now thinking, ooh, we can get Melvin Gordon, you know, because at his age and, you know, he, and the player he is uh, – Jeez, I'd want my team, the Bills, to pick him up. Well, we have running backs that are 100 years old apiece, well, but right, that's all another story. Yeah, and, but, and, and, and if you if you look at it, it's brilliant from Gordon. Yeah, the because, leverage spot. Yeah. Well, not just the – right, and all the plans have been laid out. Right, right. They right. went through the draft. They went through free agency. There aren't viable free agent options. If he said this three months ago, Taz, they could have addressed the running back position in the NFL draft well, with high priority. Um, you know, they could have addressed it in free agency with high priority. They didn't, they, you know, they didn't They didn't do anything of the sort because they thought Gordon was going to be their guy, clearly, coming off a very, very good year, two straight Pro Bowl appearances, and now you throw this into the mix. Well, to the point you're making, behind Melvin Gordon, you have no depth. Who are you going to put? Who's going to be a star, star starting back? Justin Jackson? 
Who, Detrice Newsom? Who, uh, Austin uh, Exler? <laughs> no, yeah, these guys no, are not. not. This is what's going on. That's their depth chart. You that know what I mean? their depth chart. So I think the Chargers are an uncompromising, you know, uh, an uncompromising position, Taz, where, or a compromising position where they're going to have to pay him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, if you're Gordon, um, even if you lose the $5.6 million, mm-hmm. what you want to make sure is you have more financial security moving forward. I mean, if you can get that big money contract, because his fear is that he plays out this fifth option, say tears his ACL, right? Has had an ACL tear in the past, right? Uh, tears his ACL, and then all of a sudden he goes into free agency as more of a question than a solution. Right, right. And listen, that would be a problem for him. And, you know, speaking of problems, you know he's probably got a major problem with this, but he'll he'll keep his mouth shut, and that's probably Philip Rivers. Right, if if yeah. you're the quarterback of the Chargers, you want your top running back. That he he, he makes life a lot easier and looser. Oh, there's no doubt on Rivers. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder what he's thinking. Well, he's if I'm Rivers, like, oh. Taz, I want to win. Right, my the, right. the club. I'm not getting. Uh, you know, I I'm not 25 years of Correct. age anymore. Yeah. I've been in the league a long time. I, in my draft class, I've seen Eli win. Excuse me, bless you. I've seen <laughs> Roethlisberger win. You know, it's it's time for me to get winning. Yeah, uh, you know, I want to win a Super Bowl. And if you want to win a Super Bowl, if you're Phillip Rivers, what do you want to tell the Chargers? It's not about 10 years from now. It's about the now. Let's right. get him back on the field. Right. Uh, I need my uh, I need my big-time running back to be the, to be my right-hand man offensively for the Los Angeles Chargers. Absolutely. You need him. You need If you're Rivers, you need him big-time playing. And, you know, until I looked at their depth, I didn't realize how. No, they, they have nothing. They, they well, not, really, I shouldn't say nothing. I'm not trying to insult anybody. No, but I know. But I know what you mean. Depth, yeah, they don't it, have quality depth. There, there's, yeah, I mean, God forbid Gordon Water get banged up. Man, their running game is, eesh, that's, they, 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 and now with this thing, with, with Melvin Gordon, you know, saying he wants, he wants a new deal, all these Gonski here, they, they got to, they definitely, he's got them by the, you know, what here. <laughs> he really does. Uh, and good for him and his, his uh, agent and his family for, to, to pull this move now. It's business. They, you know, these guys, listen, a lot of these, these, these teams, these ownerships, they don't play nice with the players. And the players know they're just here for a short time. And then yeah. once you're done, no one thinks about you. The, the, the ownership don't care. That's it. I mean, it's just they're moving on. So. No, they'll move on. Yeah. So we'll see how the Gordon situation does play out with the Los Angeles Chargers. Staying in L.A. Uh, this of the uh, Wednesday night at the ESPYs. Did you see the new look for Odell Beckham Jr.? Uh, I did not. What is it? New, new clothes? What are you talking about? No, new, new oh, hair. hair? You know, oh, why did I, how did I miss this? I'm usually on top of everything. So Odell Beckham Jr. Um, has got a new look now as a member of the Cleveland Browns. A couple things for Odell Beckham Jr. Number one is... He's got. He doesn't have the blonde dye job anymore. I That's see what's gone. going on. I see the hair. He's gone. It's like a fresh, clean look. He looks, he looks like a, he looks like an adult. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, he, he, like looked, he, he looked fine the other way, but he he he, he looked fine. he looked distinct. He's wearing way. a poncho. I don't know what he's. I don't know what. Clothing. I'm not talking about the attire. I was talking about more of his hair. You're right. I I could Most not pull off. He's got a backpack attached to his belly. I I could not. I could not pull off that Beckham look. No, I couldn't either. With the clothes. Well, you and I both know our limitations. Yeah, I mean the shorts I could pull off, but the the pouch. I think we could all pull off the shorts, the, right? Yes, the um, it's like a kangaroo kind of thing going on. Yes, no, I know. Would you I, not agree with this? I, I I just said yeah, I know. I'm just trying to hammer it home for our audience. I, I agree do that with sometimes. you. Yes, I I do know. I was more focused on the fact that maybe the Browns got a little bit of a. You know, a little bit maybe more mature Odell Beckham Jr. Or does the hair not factor in? I mean, why no, the change right, in the hair? Right, I mean, right. I, I don't know. I mean, and then 
And did you see the video that was tweeted out? I don't know who tweeted out, which uh, member <clears throat> of the Cleveland Browns tweeted out. Beckham throwing the ball from goal line to goal line? No, I didn't see that. 77 yards in the air. Oh, man. He's got a gun on him. <laughs> 77 yards? Yes. Now, it's shot from afar. It's shot from, like, it's not like, you know, it's not the greatest camera angle in the world. You see him, the the gentleman or the player or individual who shot it is in kind of the back right-hand corner of the end zone. Right. And Odell Beckham Jr. is in the middle of the field throwing it to the far end. I'm watching it right now. Oh, my God. And he throws it, and the guy goes, man, that's 77. You throw that right into the other goal line. Dude, that's I'm watching it right now. That's yeah. crazy. Holy <laughs> Anybody out there, if you haven't seen it, Mike, maybe we could get this out uh, from the social media team. Oh, he was at a camp. Or he was, at, yeah, he was I, at a camp. Did you just say that? I was trying to find I didn't a, say he was at a camp, no. Okay, sorry, because I knew you were about to get mad because I thought I repeated something you said. Uh, oh, but no, he's sensitive. He, he, no, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I just like when when I'm my co-host to, to listen to what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Well, maybe it's, if your co-host knew where you were going, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to talk about this football. Oh, no, it's no, amazing. No, the Beckham stuff I was talking about earlier in the show when what I was happened? like, what Oklahoma happened? City, I don't think Paul is long for, the sh- uh, long for Oklahoma City. You're like, hey, Moose, by the way, I don't think Paul is going to be long for Oklahoma City. I don't know what happened there. I got to be honest. <laughs> that was weird. I, my Take that out of the podcast. Uh, yeah, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> no, That's what I'm referencing. You're right. right. I just thought of the Beckham stuff. It was just kind of, I was watching it yesterday. I saw the video. Yeah, yeah. Daz, I mean, he's a freaky He's athlete. got some arm. That, I like, it's scary. Like, it, it is, uh, you have to have great oh, God-given ability, wow. and you've got to work your rear end off. And I know, though, and there are a lot of guys that are great wow. athletes. Odell Beckham Jr. is a special athlete. You Dude. can speak to that. I mean, you're a former yeah. Division II player. You yeah. wrestled for yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, you look at guys that are just got that special yeah. nature, guys wow. that work their rear end off in the gym, but there are other guys that just, you know, have got it, are blessed, right? Correct. They're blessed, and then you add in, to the point you're making, they're blessed, and then you add in their work ethic, which he has as, as an athlete. Then that like amplifies that God-given ability. I never had really much God-given ability. I had to just work for it, but I knew guys like that. Like uh, Randy Orton in wrestling, you know Randy. Yeah, Orton. Randy Orton. Randy yeah. Orton is a gifted athlete in the ring. He's a third generation pro wrestler, but he just his genetics are amazing. Like in the ring, at six foot four, six foot five, the way he moves, his timing, his pacing, his intensity, he just got it right. I remember when he first started. So, in like the world of pro wrestling, as a parallel to an athlete, I think of a guy like Randy off the top of my head. How freaky he is, or Brock Lesnar, right? Those guys. Have this amazing work ethic, and like ability. a like a Beckham, yeah. and then they have that God given ability, you know. So, but the full football like that. The funny thing is, he's at a camp, and there's a bunch of little kids at the football camp. You know, there's a lot of football camps in the summer, obviously. And it's funny you, to see these little kids go crazy when he throws how far oh, he, he throws the football. I, I can't imagine <laughs> throwing the ball seventy seven yards. I tell you quick something quick. When I was a kid, not far from your neck of the woods, up Fairfield, Connecticut. When I was a junior in high school up there in Fairfield, I used to go to a football camp. You know, uh, with a lot of high school players and middle school players, and I never forget. I met Tony Dorsett, and they nice. had uh, yeah. He was like they had a lot of the pros there. They had yeah, Joe yeah. Klecko there, That's Joe awesome. Dorsett. So anything they had the tires set up. Remember the tire yeah, yeah, drill was a big thing. Tires, yeah. And so all the running backs. I wasn't a running back, but I was. My station was near the running backs, and everybody, the coaches, got all the players around to watch Dorsett <clears throat> run the tires, and it was unbelievable to watch 
how fast his feet were. And so, like, at, we were going crazy. Like, oh, my God, look at how he runs the tires. And when I'm seeing these little kids, I'm going back to when I was a kid. That's awesome. <laughs> Thinking of Tony Dorsett. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it at a different level. Yeah, Oh, yeah. It's a, right. It's a like, totally different level. You think you're fast. You think you're quick. Oh. And then you see a guy that's, like, really fast and really quick. It's just it's a Well, Freeman McNeil. Yeah. Running, running a, a forty-yard dash like in khaki shorts. He had no. He took his flip flops off. He was at the camp, and he just ran a forty. He ran barefoot. Yeah, it was unbelievable. That's I don't awesome. know the time, but dude, it was like vroom. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and we still couldn't win with the Jets. <laughs> but no, what a, a fast dude, man! Unbelievable. That's awesome. But it's great. I mean, if you're seeing the kids with that football thing, that well, was and that's funny. awesome because yeah. you know what? It does create memories. You're bringing up McNeil. You're bringing up Dorsett yeah, and yeah. other guys, and, and Joe Klecko being at yeah. the camp growing up. You know, he was great. Um, you know, you can remember. I went to a baseball camp up at West Point with Robin Roberts. Um, oh, no so, way. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. He Dude, ran West the Point's camp. beautiful, yeah. right? Isn't that? Oh, it's great. We stayed in the yeah, dorms. It's awesome. It oh, really? Yes. I, I never. Oh, yeah. yeah. We stayed in the dorms. That'd be awesome. Oh, we'd have, we'd have to run to breakfast. Yeah, to get there on time. You mean, oh, run, no. like run, no, run, 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 run. Yeah, no, 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 I understand. I understand. Not to run. Yeah, not I, that I, I was late. The, no, I didn't no. mean it was late. No, yeah. no, you they were running to and breakfast. They're like yeah. they made you run like a mile and a oh, half. So they were doing like the West Point deal. Oh yeah, we ran. Yeah, like what grade were you? Like how old? Oh, I was a teenager. I was like freshman high schoolish. Yeah, no, probably before that. Probably eighth grade. Right. Wow. So, jeez. Oh, so you went to... Yeah, that was not... That running to breakfast was not... Well, you were going to go to, like, military school or something? No, no, no. Oh, it was just to... a good baseball camp. I, I think I remember that that was a good... It was just yeah, a good baseball Army, camp. Yeah, you West played Point, a lot yeah. of games. Um, you, you played doubleheaders every day. Oh, no you, way. Yeah, wow. yeah, you played... Do- there was a lot of kids. It was, so it was fun. It was a and fun for those that camp. don't know, that part up in New York, that part where West Point is, is beautiful. That oh, campus it's gorgeous. Is a, my son played lacrosse yeah. there against oh. Army. Oh, it's and gorgeous. at Mikey Stadium now. Oh, you know, I know right that wasn't that wasn't there, there yeah. when you, you were there. Have you ever gone to a football game up there? No, only lacrosse. But yeah. no, I never. I heard it's amazing. It's, a, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's it, on the river though. You're yeah, right. it's Mikey right on the Stadium. river. Yeah, yeah. right on amazing. the river. Um, I didn't know you went to baseball camp. That's yeah, cool. I went to baseball camp there. But my point being, it was Robin Roberts. Yeah, 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 I didn't. Sure. You know, I didn't grow up watching. But when you know, I talked to my dad and my uncle at the time. It was Robin. He was Robin Roberts. Yeah, right. And upstairs, you meet him and you take a picture with him and part of camp. It was fun. It was a fun time. But my point being. When you go to those camps and you're a f- pro athlete or a former pro athlete, you create so many memories for the young athletes. Yeah. I don't know if these guys realize that, but they do. They it's, do. It's crazy. Yeah, you think yeah, about it's, it. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. We come back. We got an update on the bagel guy. Oh, that guy's a worker. Right. We have you. a sleuth at our hands. Dude, I'm, I am this, the Woj of this thing. Yes, you know who Woj is. I know. You are, yes. I am. Mike I, said this yesterday. I, my, Moose, you know I'm all over the story. I, I know. Uh, trust me, Two I know. Two days already of my life. I know. I'm running errands trying to get guy. us ready for going on vacation. Taz is like, I am. I've uncovered it. <laughs> Here's his name. I'm like, Taz is locked in. And that's is re- okay. <laughs> Moose is replying, okay, that's good, Taz. Good job, bud. I'm like, <laughs> I, I go, I'm trying to buy two cases of water here, Taz. I can tell by your reply, you're like, all right, that's great. <laughs> no, I was like, no, I give you credit. We'll get into it. Oh, we're going to be you, all You deserve I'm some credit. Over. We'll get into that. I know, I know. 855-212-4227. Taz and Moose on a Friday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Listen to CBS Sports Radio with the Radio.com app. Free and available in the Google Play and iTunes app store. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. I'll tell you what, right now, on this Friday, it's uh, definitely hot in the Northeast here. Andrew, I mean, I don't know. I mean, are you like the humid? You like humidity? Are no, you not even a little bit. Oh, my God. I might almost prefer winter to this kind of weather. Does anyone like humidity? Yes. Yeah. Some people like it humid? Uh, Joe Beningo, who hosts Middays on FAN, loves this weather. He Get out of here. It can't be hot and humid enough for him. Man, I don't picture him liking the humidity, especially a guy his age. Well, I, apparently, Joe's honest about this. Uh, Joe's had a hip replacement surgery, right. other physical ailments. Um, the hot and the humidity is almost like uh, like a lubricant for all his moving parts. Well, I think I can speak to the Loosens co-host of the show ne- sitting next to me here, Moose. I know you're not a fan of the humidity. No. Who's I a fan of the humidity? He said the Beningo. I, you just heard him. He was saying Beningo. I, yeah, I, I know. I'm shocked to hear that. Wow. Uh, he, he's tired of the cold. Joe hates the cold. Well, Joe can't wait to get down to FLA. As you know, liking the heat. He dreams about doing right. a show from FLA. <laughs> well, it's in the year, we're on the cusp of 2020. You could actually do a show in LA well, with a cold in New York. I, we're or not going to get into the, right, the, the politics of that. But yes, I mean, he does, not on the air anyway. <laughs> I like, you know. Well, you know what I'm saying. I'll do it. DMs I, are open. I agree with you. I, <laughs> I do. I, I don't deserve, listen, but Beningo likes the hot weather because it's it's easier on his body. Moose. He hates I, the cold weather. I'm the same way. My body's arthritic. I like the hot weather for my body, but I'm talking about humid. Why would he like the humidity? I think he just, I think there's some people that just like it. I, I, God, humidity? But there's there's not much to Joe. It's not like he's 200 pounds. Well, that's true. He's he's. I mean, Joe. What do you think, it, a buck fifty? He's a buck fifty, soaking wet with a brick I mean, in his pocket. He, yeah, I mean, Joe's not a big guy, but he said brick. And and he's and he's also lost weight over the years too. I mean, yeah. Joe's in peak physical condition. Oh, I, don't know. I see him in the morning. I don't know about peak, but I got your point, Moose. Speaking of peak condition, look who just walked in. Yes. Wow. Hello, Andrew. Hey, man, I left. I came back. Hi, Friday. Here's your report. Welcome. It is sponsored by yeah, Geico. Right, great, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. You really never know what's going to happen when you walk in here. You Not never even a know little bit. what type of Taz and a moose you're going to get, what type of moose, what type of Taz. You have nope. no clue. Well, it's coming like right Taz away. doesn't know what I'm about to talk about next. Well, that's... Well, that's <laughs> yes. It's on point. Is it on the rundown? We don't usually work off this. No, Paul I know. Mike does a... this rundown, and it's. Just, I feel bad. <laughs> no, Mike no, does don't. a great job with the rundown. But there are he things does. that come just... up on the rundown that 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 we don't talk about or, a lot. You know. yeah. Well, not a lot. Stop. You can roll with the punches. <laughs> come just on, the guideline. You know me. This is like you the, and Michael like Cole, circuit O two Houston. <laughs> Remember that, Pete. I do, actually. Yeah. 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 Right. Sucker Houston. Go ahead. Uh, uh, the Lakers brought Anthony Davis and DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins back together after their brief bromance in New Orleans. That was good. This is great. Russell Westbrook, James Harden, teammates again with Westbrook going to Houston for Chris Paul and protected first-round picks in 2024 and 26. These two teams can also swap picks in 21 and 25. All of this because Paul George asked out of OKC to play with Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers. Chris Paul's movement might not be over either with Thunder GM Sam Presti said to be working with Paul's agent about a follow-up trade maybe to Miami who was linked to Westbrook as well. 
Meanwhile, we can all relax now. The Marcus Morris drama is over. After he backed away from a two-year, $20 million agreement made last week, the Spurs completely withdrew that yesterday, according to reports. Morris now signing a one-year deal with the Knicks for 15 mil, and San Antonio said to be finalizing a two-year agreement with former Jazz forward Jordan Lyles. Four first-inning runs, 11 Ks over seven from Lance Lynn. The Rangers returning from the All-Star break with a comprehensive 5 nothing home win over the first-place Astros, just the way manager Chris Woodward likes it. It is important. I, I was hoping we would kind of set the, set the tone for the rest of the second half with a, with a good win, and that was as good as it gets. Obviously, we, we scored early, and we shut them out. His Rangers are two-and-a-half games out of a wild-card spot, eight games behind the Rangers, or the Astros, rather, in that AL West. Cardinals catcher Yadier Molina could miss three weeks with a tendon strain in his right thumb. The good news is infielder Matt Carpenter comes off the IL after dealing with a lower back strain. The Florida Highway Patrol has cited Dolphins D-tackle Kendrick Norton for the July 4th crash that caused him to lose his left arm. Norton apparently changed lanes in front of another car. They briefly made contact. Norton's car then slammed into a divider and flipped onto its roof. And it's Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer for the 40th time today in the Wimbledon semifinals. Their last meeting of the All-England Club was that epic final in 2008, which Nadal won in five sets in four hours and 48 minutes. Play against Roger always is a unique situation. Excited to be back on on this court against him after 11 years uh, means a lot for for me and probably for him too. Nadal leads their head-to-head 24 wins to 15. And that 15. match 11 years ago was an all-time epic classic. They wrote books about it. Oh, no doubt. It's unbelievable. Uh, they follow Novak Djokovic and Roberto Bautista Agut. That match begins at the top of the hour. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, yesterday, as did many, uh, we spent uh, some time talking a little bit about uh, – uh, the little man at a, a bagel store <laughs> in, <laughs> in in Taz's neck of the woods out on Long Island. Yeah. Before we get to the memory lane and more information we know about that, do you, why do you think the why do you think people cared about it so much? Like, it, it, do you think it was because it was Long Island? Like, if that mm. transpires in Chicago or Los Angeles, do you think it generates the amount of heat that it did? I think my, it does. My wife asked me that question really? last that's night. That's a good I, question. I, yeah, I, she's like, do you think it was just because it was in New York, it was Long Island? Do you think that's why it generated? I, do you think if it happened in another part of the country, do you think it – I was like, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I got to tell you, it's a good question by her. I, the thing is, I do think it is. The reason why I think people – it was so riveting to people was because the overview of it, it was entertaining. What he did, right. no matter if it was contrived, worked, not worked, whatever, it was entertaining, and I think people dig into. Do you think it would have? You think it would have gotten just as many retweets and views if that transpired in Los Angeles? I do, but then again, maybe I'm too close to it because I live so close to where this happened, and these people are like people that I, I live around all the time. Yeah, no, I so get maybe it. to me, yeah, it, it, listen, you're I'm, probably right. You live in a right. different state, so maybe you you. Well, and no, Donna I mean, I grew up in New York. I, I'm just no, I know you. Yeah, no, I'm in Connecticut now. I don't know. I mean, I you know, I, I think of the, like the tri-state area, East Coast. I, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I, I don't, it's a good I question. Mean, I, good point. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think. Maybe the maybe the the area led to a little bit more heat to it. Certainly, I mean we're in a well populated area. You mentioned it. You know, it's a well known bagel. I would say chain, right? Because you said yeah, they, own, chain. Yeah. they own three stores, <coughs> right, stores, yeah. on Long Island. Um, you know, it certainly helps that very fact and how populated <coughs> this area is. 
uh, helps it out as well. But it wasn't just here locally in the tri-state area where we do our show from, Taz. It was all around the country. It's interesting. I mean, you're probably right. I mean, I think probably just based on the sheer entertainment of the video. And now we know a little bit more information about the individual. We know a lot more. And uh, thanks to me. Well, uh, yes. Outside of the show, I'm saying all these other people trying to figure things out, I had to find it all out. Tremendous sleuth work. Yeah. You should have been a detective. That's funny. Sleuth work. Right. Yeah, look, this guy's name, I don't even want to give him any credit, but I'll just say his name. His name is Chris Morgan, okay? And so I'm like, you know, I kept watching it and watching it, and wa- even after we talked about it, before we talked about it on the air yesterday, I'm like, there's something about this guy. I thought it was I thought it was my buddy Clip, that I, but he looked like a guy named Clip I used to know, but it's not Clip. So I'm like, this guy is too comfortable in his delivery, his inflection on what he's saying, and I, I, not like an actor, it just felt like this is not the first time he did this. Now, I, like I told you, I heard he did the same thing at the Bayshore Mall. Bayshore is a part of Suffolk County on Long Island, for those that don't realize. That's an area, a town. And this bagel store, Bagel Boss, that this guy did this in was in Bayshore. Um, I live about 15 minutes from Bayshore. And the thing is, uh, I, I, it, it just seemed to me a little worked. Not that the, the the girls that were videoing him, not that the people worked in the bagel store, they're not part of the work, the fix, the hoax, whatever you want to call it. I call it a work. The guy who tackled him, I think that was the only thing also that was part of the work because the guy never punched him, the guy never slapped him, the guy lightly took him down to the ground, yeah. and then the guy disappeared. And Chris Morgan never pressed charges. Then I did more work on this, and I talked to some people I know. I talked to a couple of my cousins who live in the area. I talked to some other guy I know not far from there. All right, And then what happens is I find out this guy, Chris Morgan, has got a YouTube channel. Now I'm like, ah, I knew this. This is not some sad, sorry, sap SOB that's undersized, 4 foot 11. He can't find a date. You know, this guy is this guy's a worker. And I look at his YouTube videos, and all it is, he's just running around cutting promos, insulting people, ripping people, ripping women, and he's doing like a joke. Then they show videos of him and his friends who, I got to tell you, a lot of them just seem like degenerates. I'm just being honest. They're just like kind of slunkers. And, and, and I'm like, this guy is just a, he's just a cut-up. I knew people like this growing up that would just do things like this for fun, to mm. laugh with their friends. So that's the well, That's a great job by you. You were on top of it. You said yeah. it was a work yesterday, and, and it and ended up being, uh, you know, and Ape got one. I mean, he did get the last laugh because everyone bought in. Everybody, News 12, as you know, because you get in Connecticut. For those that don't know, News 12 is like the big news outlet, yeah. TV for Long Island, Connecticut. What else did they hit? They hit Long Island, Connecticut. Because you get in uh, New, uh, Jersey, Jersey, Jersey too. right. News 12, right. Jersey, correct. Right. Brooklyn, Bronx, too. Yeah. Okay. So most of the tri-state, uh, we'll just say. And they interviewed him. So they interviewed him, and he, he still was working the gimmick. Yeah, no, I've been turned down by women. Now, look, th- like my wife said, I don't think that she goes, the reason why this guy's getting turned down by women, it's not that he's four foot eleven. It's because he acts like an ass. Okay, that's the reason. So maybe we play the memory lane for those that don't know what the hell we're even yeah, talking about. Yeah, let's take a listen. <laughs> Ah, the memories. Let's take a stroll down memory lane with Taz and the Moose. And you know me, I'm Mr. Conspiracy Theory. I feel like this guy is just, it, it's a little bit of a work. Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. I feel like he's doing this just to get people going and laugh at it with his friends. Everywhere I 
I think that it's a little bit of this guy just being a goofball. Dude, you want to step outside? You want to step outside? Huh? I'm not standing, pal. It'd make me feel better about the video if it was a word. I, I mean, because yeah. otherwise the video is depressing. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father. Or my boss. Or my boss. Well, see, now, and I think that and that's a great line. And you being a nice person and a kind man, for those that don't know you, you are a very kind person, a very loving man, a loving what? husband, a loving father, a loving what? co-worker, and this is what you are. Me, I'm a little bit of conspiracy theorist, a little bit of a, a heel at times. Well, I feel better about watching the video now. Yeah, because you felt bad for the guy. and I, and I'm, I Well, I, I thought the video was... I, I laughed, and, and we kind of looked at it a little... I, I laughed the first time right. I watched it, but like I said yesterday, I spoke honestly. After, I felt bad. I honestly... You did. I could tell. Not saying that the guy's a, a right to act the way that he did, but now I feel better that he's trying to get laughs. Right, that, he, that he's not just some sorry sap SOB. You know, and I'm driving home yesterday in the car, and I'm talking to myself, right? And I'm saying, man, Moose really felt bad for this guy. And, I, and now I'm feeling bad that I'm laughing. Like, I'm thinking... Oh, some... no, but I didn't make you feel bad. No, I, I know you, you didn't bad? mean no, to inadvertently. you were... The majority of people were, couldn't get enough. Look, look I, I, I could see, like, if somebody... Like, if a guy slips on the ice and falls in the street... I'm going to sit there and laugh my ass off at the guy where you're going to help him up. Oh, nah, help you're going to help him up. No, I can help tell. him up, I'll laugh. I mean, my wife and I love people who fall. I, it's funny. What, you help him up and laugh in his face? My wife doesn't. I My wife <laughs> My wife doesn't, you know, my I was, a quick story, I was doing a, uh, we were doing a FAN celebration, uh, <laughs> an anniversary celebration. This is going back, it must have been uh, 10 years ago now, maybe even a little bit more. We were doing it at Umberto's Clam House. In New York City. On, there's one on Long Island, too. There's, right. There's, there's Is that one, the same? Is that the same? Same owners? thing, oh. right. So I Good think food. It, I know Umberto's. Yeah, yeah. So we were at Umberto's, so they were hosting, <laughs> and we were doing it. So went there. Summers was doing a broadcast. Steve Summers locally on WFA in New York does nights, did overnights, middays. A little by the water right. cooler. So right. So he was doing a show. So he's like, you know, they, they lined up guys who were on the air to, to come by for like 20 minutes, half hour. So came by, and my wife's family was in town from Canada. We had dinner, and, and I went on the air. We're walking back to the car. I took a misstep, <laughs> wearing flip-flops, took a misstep, stepped into a little bit of a pothole. Oh, my God. Sprained my ankle and fell to the ground. <laughs> and my wife and her friends were laughing hysterically. My ankle was swollen. Blew up. Oh. was swollen for about two and a half days. Especially with the flip-flop. There's but no support. to this day, Taz... Oh, at they some still, point, they still talk at and some laugh point, about it. they all talk about that's the fact tremendous. of that's you tremendous. leaving the restaurant, you went on you the fell air, on your ass. right? Oh, walking, stepping oh. off the sidewalk <laughs> onto the onto the thing into a pothole, yeah, twisting your ankle and falling to the pavement. Oh, Mark Malusis, the moose is not loose yet. Ah, dude, I know. I told you what happened on July fourth in front of my wife's whole family. Yeah, I right, fell on my ass backwards <laughs> into the mulch. So I know what you mean. You think they're not laughing about that all the time? No, but that's no. But you were about this little guy here, Chris Morgan. You were very kind and loving, and felt bad for him. And I was a little bit different, hard ass Joe. But the thing is, like this guy, and then now people are putting out all these different videos on. Here's a funny thing: so Boston Sports, you know, they do a great job. They cover this type of stuff, right? They end up putting out a video of him. He went on a tirade on someone at a 7-Eleven, on these two guys at a 7-Eleven in Farmingdale, New York, which is in Long Island too, on Long Island, too. And the cops got involved and stuff. I saw that on his YouTube channel around 2 p.m. in the afternoon yesterday, Eastern. 
Then around four or five, four thirty p.m., Ballstool's got it out there, and it was gone off his YouTube channel. So what that means is he worked some kind of a deal out where they took the he Ballstool said to him, "Take that video off your YouTube. We want to use it." And they get he gave permission. They probably gave him a payday for it. And they put the video of the seven I mean, eleven. See, this is what's going on. See, but that's so phony. It is phony, and that's what. I tweeted last night. Well, I give you credit. You were on top of it. I'm, and I'm not done. Okay, so then so that's why I, that's why. I, and then I, I, my man Johnny Brennan from the Jerky Boys. Yeah. Okay, he's the guy who is yeah. the Jerky Boy. Frank Rizzo, the whole thing. Saul Rosenberg. Very smart. Very smart. Very bright. Very, very bright. Very and, funny. And very you know. funny. And I sent him. A, I, I tweeted out yesterday. Ah, this this guy. But I tweeted towards Boston. Said I saw this earlier. This is a dude that's just hacking Johnny Brennan uh, with the Frank Rizzo gimmick. And then Johnny and I talked. He's like, yeah, Taz, as soon as I saw what he was doing, I knew he was doing my bit. You know, he he knew it was contrived and well, fake. Does that bother him? It does bother him, but he's been hacked by so many people that try well, to I do get it. It I does get bother it. him. It does I, bother him, though. So, but, then how, so then how does, uh, you know, uh, how, do, how do we, you know, I guess I look at it now is what do you take it as? I well, mean, you take it as complete and utter nonsense. It is. Well, listen, you know this. By the time tomorrow tomorrow morning comes around, no one's going to talk about this Chris Morgan character. No, I know that. I know. No, fifteen you're, minutes is going to be you're, done. You're you know? right about that. You're right about that. But you know what? The other thing that hit me watching is that the video was it was it was like a steady cam. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, the video of of the, the, the first video, video you talking yeah, about the first video. That and, was t- I don't know about the seven. I didn't see the seven eleven one. So no, that was him. That wasn't steady. But that was him holding the camera. It seemed the thing at the bagel store. The two girls would see. I don't think those two girls were involved with it. I don't. I don't. But Taz, there was no very like they were like centered up. It was no yeah. like these teenagers I, are good with the phones. Uh, maybe I'm really wrong. Don't. I don't. Know. I mean, I don't think. Imagine those, if they were in on it too. You think they're in on it? No, I don't. Oh, don't get me going. Now I got to do all this research. Jeez, that was my weekend. <laughs> no, I give you credit. Great job, Taz. Great job, Walter Cross. Not done. I'll get more. Well done, people. Well done. Not the guy by the water cooler. Nothing gets by Taz and the Moose. And Taz, Mr. Conspiracy Theory, sometimes it ends up being correct. That's it. And you nailed it. I nailed it. You nailed it. You told everybody yesterday. Thank you. Anybody that would listen. When you're on. No, I'm being serious. I let everyone know. Boomer, Geo, Al Duke, Geo myself. I sent Geo a direct message. Did Geo respond? He did. What did he say? He said, this guy's a special guy, like being sarcastic. I said to Geo, because Geo was telling me, no, there's no way that's a work. Yesterday, I said, dude, what are you talking about? And then when Geo walked into that, I said, don't ever tell me. You know, Geo's acting like he's a hot shot. Please, you're not a hot shot, Greg Giannotti, if that is your real name. Okay, but anyway. So, yeah, no, he's a good guy, Gio. But no, he, he Gio bought into the whole... Ah, it's a whole story. Is he, Gio bought into Did he give me a credit or no? Uh, I was trying to ask about Kind no? of. Not bit. really. Yeah, not really. Why no. was it like that? That would bother me. Yeah, well... All right. The music's rolling. Pete is sweating. The song's almost over. Right. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio, so free lot, 855-212-4227. Brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. And uh, this weekend, huge matchups highlight two days of hoops in the big three, followed by PGA action <laughs> at the John Deere Classic, only and all on CBS. Big three. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're laughing at. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes, I know. I know when you laughed at. Yes. <laughs> I'm not even going to address that. Yeah. Uh, we do have the three coming your way at the top of the hour. The three big headlines yeah, that you need to know. Three, right? No, not the big three. They, but the big headlines you need to know here on this Friday morning. And, you know, it, it's going to be, you know, interesting here moving forward, Taz, with the Westbrook chip falling. You know, that's the last big chip for the NBA here. Right, um, right, true. And true. we kicked off the program talking about the big Russell Westbrook trade. I mean, unless you want to count Chris Paul, but I think, you know, even if he does end up down in Miami, um, you know, you're looking at Chris Paul being diminished returns. I don't, you know, I'm just thinking about this. I don't, man, I feel like he's not going to be, if he doesn't, in your opinion, if he doesn't go to Miami, where does he go? Because I don't feel like he's going to Miami. Um, I just don't. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, and you're saying the Knicks, there's no shot that oh, you guys get. Well, because the way the setup. Well, is. I, I'll put it to you this way: Oklahoma, I mean, Houston went to the Knicks before they spent their money in free agency and offered them basically to take Chris Paul into their open cap space and they'll trade him picks and whatever. And the Knicks said no. Hmm. That's when Jimmy Butler was still out there because you know Daryl Morey wanted to pursue Jimmy Butler, and the Knicks said no. Right. So right, right, I don't know. Right. I don't. I don't think the Knicks are, and they can't move and make a move for him until December. You know, Chris Paul. We'll see. They're working with it. Maybe Miami. A lot of people said the Lakers. I, you know, I. You know, if if he ended up with the, I mean, Lakers. You know, I know LeBron James is going to play point guard here, but LeBron and, and Chris Paul are very very close. I don't know. Right, I, right. If you're Chris Paul, this is the worst landing spot you can land in. Not to, not knock at Oklahoma City, but they have sent you. With you, with your career winding down, Taz, they've sent you to a place where you know you're going into it, you're not winning. Right. No, you're right. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to CP3, really. So That's the next, big, that's the next that's chip the next if you want to count them as that kind of a chip. Right, right, right. I just right. don't look at them as that type of player anymore, do you? No, no, I don't, dude. I don't. It's kind of sad. No, I don't either. we got one hour to play with, Taz. You know what, Moose? I'm the looking forward three, to it, man. Yes. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I, I mean, agree it, with you. you know, it's just going to be great. Three, right? Yeah. Nope. Big three? Said big three? <laughs> Hello? Anyone? Hello? The three headlines next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 